Welcome to Blocks and Talks, the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about LEGO. From covering past, present, and future LEGO sets, to interviews with notable community members, our show covers it all. Is it any coincidence or surprise that right when we finish the LEGO history of Pirate series, LEGO goes ahead and reveals the El Dorado Fortress? You know, I think there's a LEGO guy listening to this podcast, so thank you for releasing this and giving us some good content right after. Once again, I'm joined by my pirate guy, James. How are you doing? Doing great today. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Really excited to talk about El Dorado. Just so much to unpack. So let's just get right to it. So it's 18 plus set. Retails for two hundred fifteen dollars. Uh, comes with two thousand five hundred nine pieces and eight minifigures. Um, I think it comes out July seventh. It says, but I believe the VIPs get this thing July first. Oh no, it says VIP access begins July fourth. So it looks like it changed just a bit, because I think originally it said July fourth for everyone and July first for VIPs. So it looks like they pushed it back just a bit. And what we have here is essentially a faithful and modern recreation of El Dorado Fortress, plus more. I think that's the best way to describe it. And of course, James, I know you have the El Dorado Fortress, the original, so having those side-by-side -side comparisons as we go would be perfect. Of course. And one thing right off the bat I can share is the classic one had more yellow in it, but I'm okay with the new one not having as much yellow. I got... I mentioned it or not during that retrospective series, but the 2009 and 2015 Pirate Waves lacked any yellow on the Imperial bases, which I thought was kind of a miss because that's such a classic Pirate feel. It makes you feel good. It's very warm colors, and it kind of gets that Caribbean atmosphere. So I'm actually fine with it being less yellow um, this time around. Mm -hmm. Well, before we jump to the set, let's just take a look at the minifigure. So <clears throat> we got eight minifigures, and it says... Yeah, eight minifigures, two pirates. Oh, no, no, sorry. So eight minifigures, you got six Imperial troops, two pirates, a skeleton, a monkey, parrot, and crab. So you got quite the assortment. Um, Looking at yeah. it, it looks like we got three Imperial troops, an officer, a governor, and a separate Imperial troop with like the tricorn hat. So what do you think about this like modern revamp of these classic troops? I... I love the detail on them, but you can tell they're very similar to the 2015 um, Blue Coat Soldiers, which is good because I think that was almost perfection um, with a modern take on the Blue Coats. However, one improvement they have is that they went back to this classic Red Epulet, which the Red Epulet piece what actually has not been released since 1992 or 91 when the Blue Coats were retired. Um, in 2015, they used White Epulets, which I just feel like it contrasted too much with the white pants and made the uniform just more boring. Um, the red epaulets is a beautiful inclusion here. The figure prints are fantastic in general. Um, you can tell the level of detail is there. The idea of having, you know, the the one soldier having the black trike one hat as a sailor is a very nice um, reference to the Caribbean Clipper. The fact that they always had separate sailor minifigures compared to the typical soldiers. And Governor Broadside, with a beautiful new modern interpretation, is just a gorgeous figure altogether. Yeah, for sure. I think all their uniforms look really sleek and clean. Like, it's recognizable as the iconic blue coat, but I feel like the prints have changed 
and been touched just enough so that it does look modern compared to the old ones. And normally I'm like a big fan of leg printing, but here they all have like white plain legs and I think that is perfectly fine because, you know, it's supposed to be a crisp, clean, very straight uniform. So I think that's fine. The only possible thing I could have nitpicked, and this is like asking for way too much, is dual molded legs. But I think that'd be asking for too much. I mean, there's actually a huge kind of discussion about this on the internet, talking about like, should the soldiers have dual molded legs or not? There's two sides of the coin. The one side is happy that they don't because it's more classic in a way. And on top of that, it's actually a little bit more accurate. When you look at the French, which the blue coats are based on um, military, especially in the Napoleonic time period, they didn't wear bigger black boots. This is actually technically closer to accurate. However, I will say on the other side of the coin, the dual molded legs, the black boots with the white pants look just beautiful with the blue coat soldiers. I actually have a few of them on my ship at the moment. Yeah, and I guess another detail I noticed is that with the tricorn hats, it has like the molded hair on top of it. So it's like the hat with the hair like fused together, which is really cool. Nice, unique piece. Definitely could add to like customization and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I know the black with the brunette hair is not exclusive. That one came in the Peter Pan and Wendy like kid set that came out recently. Um, so it's nice to get a second set and one that's more relevant to a lot of people. Mm. However, the black tricorn with the blonde hair is actually exclusive to this set. Alrighty, so some nice parts. And it looks like the pirates are a little different because I believe in the original El Dorado, it was, was it Redbeard that was pirating? With the crew? Correct. Yeah, so this time yeah, we have... Yeah, it was Captain Redbeard and then the pirate figure, the other one was a red-striped um, pirate with a red bandana, but I believe he had blue pants, not green. Okay, so it looks like that's like his distant relative or something here. And then it looks like we have a new female pirate here based on her uniform she looks like she's a more commanding or senior level pirate that's the right term uh i'm not sure yeah. is this like a reintroduction of someone or completely new villain it is a reintroduction so in pirates of barracuda bay there was a figure called lady Anne anchor and it has the same face print same hair and same legs just a different torso print so it's nice that they got an exclusive torso print in this set to kind of show some uniform change but yeah it is a familiar character Okay, that's cool. Some consistency in the modern era, we'll say, as I think the modern era can be described as Barracuda Bay and El Dorado. And then always welcome is a monkey and a parrot, plus the crab, you know, just little things to add some more life to this. Just like add that hint that, you know, it is built on an island or by the sea and that, you know, wildlife does exist around here. All right, let's jump right into the fortress. And before we like say anything, what is like, as I know, you're a big Pirates guy, and we were building up a lot of anticipation and hype. So when this thing was re finally revealed, like, what was your first initial thought on this thing? My first initial thought was exactly what I expected. You know, I, I think there was two sides of the coin, as we kind of discussed um, before recording, that there was the one side of the coin that expected this set to be just a faithful um, modernization of the classic Outer Fortress. Then there was the other side of the coin that was expecting something like the Lionite's Castle, where it's just a brand new design, um, but uses the same name and it's kind of the same color scheme. So for me, expecting it to be a faithful modernization, I was very pleased. This is exactly what I could have ever wanted. It's using all the modern brick elements. It fixes a lot of things I think the old one had problems with. And I think it's beautiful that they actually built up the raised base plate. Yeah, for sure. I think just look at this. It was the same thing. like. 
I'm not gonna lie, personally, when I like heard of the Eldorado rumors, I was hoping it'd be a little more of a remake where it was a bigger fortress. But upon like hearing the price point and everything, like $250, there's only so much you can do to expand it and all. So I think it is absolutely fantastic. And for those wondering, you get like a remake of the original Eldorado fortress, you get the original pirate rowboat. But this time, instead of getting another rowboat for the Imperial troops, you get, um, I think you said it was a merchant ship? Correct. It is actually a faithful modernization as well of the merchant ship seen in 6277 Imperial Trading Post, which is, like I discussed in that episode, it was the 1992 episode where we talked about all those sets. Um, this is amazing because that was the only time we ever got anything of a separate like just kind of peaceful faction like the merchant faction like someone who's not involved with the blue coats red coats it's just merchants so i'm really excited that they're here um the only thing that lacks in my personal opinion is there was no merchant minifigure instead we have a blue coat um sailor sailing this instead which is a little bit lackluster yeah for sure and it looks like i know we've talked a lot about pirate ships these past couple weeks and this one looks like completely revamped like everything about it is so modern the white hole is great i believe is that a one-piecer i, I believe not i believe it using actually the snot techniques on the side okay so this one is not one piece it is actually fully built up which is always welcome especially for like a uh quote unquote more premium set i would hope that you know they don't i don't want to say the cheap route but like they don't go the simpler route and you know for, expand the building experience by making it completely brick built and everything about it just feels so polished. Like, there's a perfect mix of like tiles and studs everywhere. Like you said, it's not techniques, like side building techniques, everything to add like texture and depth. And then all the like use clips and hinge pieces to make those angles. It just looks like it looks clean. I think that's the best way to say it. It is a beautiful inclusion. And I think obviously this is not really made for kids being at this price point um, and complexity. However, I will say, if I was a kid, I would love this set just because of the, even the merchant ship, because it brings that realism to this. You know, it's no longer just pirates versus soldiers. Now we have, oh, like, what are the merchant faction doing? Why? What's going on? Like, what are they trading? Is there valuable goods? You can mix in, like, you know, artifacts or collectible chase items from other themes like Ninjago or Atlantis and mix it like them trading. And it just adds a whole new factor. So I really love that they included it. Yeah. And funny enough, like we were talking about, simplicity versus brick built but the three and one pirate set actually had a brick built sale but here these cloth sales which i think is the correct decision here and always a welcome thing because i think that was like one of the hallmark things of the pirates uh line ships always had cloth sales and there's a whole argument of course about this online there's once again two sides of the coin there's the people that like the lego feel and they want the sales they want everything to be bricks and that even goes for the doctor strange cape a lot of people like that's that molded plastic cape instead of the cloth ones we typically see so i'm kind of more on your side on this i think the cloth sales is amazing i usually like cloth with lego it just blends very nicely yeah all right so i think we've had enough like jumping around the bush let's get right to the fortress and the first like major thing is that this is a modular piece so the original el dorado was one big chunky base plate and then a couple bricks built on top. I believe it was only like 600 bricks or something. Really small. Because most of it was just a base plate building up. Just a couple bricks to accompany it. But here, the base plate, there is no base plate. Everything is purely brick built from the ground up. 
So you got like a completely blue base to represent like water. So you got like one or two studs stretching out from the base to show that there's like water underneath. Got some like tiled sand here and there to show that it was built on like sand. And then all the way from the ground up, you got gray, light gray, stone pieces, textured marbles, greebles, whatever you want to call it, at all different angles and sizes, just to show that it was uneven built on this rock. It looks fantastic. And following on the modular part, like it's not one big chunk, like every part is detachable so you can customize it. And based on like the Lego suggested images, like you can either make it like the original fortress in like a square shape, or you can like kind of stretch it out in like a flat line. I believe Helm's Deep, the Lord of the Rings site could do the same thing where like you could either condense it or take it apart and like stretch it out into like a straight line, like just one straight line of fortress. So there's a lot of customization to be seen here. Yeah, and, and it really comes down to also shelf space. A lot of people don't have that depth needed maybe for this to display on a shelf. So it's nice that you can flatline it and make it more um, displayable in a lot of ways. And it also adds a lot of customization where you can buy multiple sets and make just a massive fortress. Yeah, for sure. And let's just work our way, like talk about this set from the front back. So we'll start with the dock. And I feel like the dock is one of like, in my opinion, the weaker parts of this set. It's a little too faithful to the original in that it is just black tiles and black plates. There's not really any like, detailing or like guardrails or any of that. It's just very plain, seems almost like amateur-like in a sense. And it just like, it's the same I, thing as the original, just sticks out. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's definitely very simple. It it's There's nothing special about it. And I... One of my biggest arguments with the classic Eldorado Fortress is that bigger black plate, the lower one down that's right you know, it's connecting to the ramp. Obviously, the base plate couldn't let that plate connect to the ramp itself, so it kind of left a weird gap. Um, and I thought they would fix it with this model. However, it seems like they wanted to keep it very um, faithful to the original, which means that that black plate doesn't connect to the ramp again. So it's kind of that weird gap. And I feel like it's just a little uneven. Yeah, and the other thing I noticed is that this time the ramp, or the dock actually, it doesn't just stop at the front, it looks like it curves to the side as well, so there's a little more expansion in that sense. And then working our way up, got more mountain, uh, yeah, rock, greebling, got some like a palm tree. I think it's different than the original ones, it looks like the, the stock is a little different. And yeah. Um, I was actually going to ask you what's your opinion on these palm trees because they're a little bit different than the classic ones, how they use the classic palm leaves. Yeah. However, they're also different from the Barracuda Bay ones we saw in 2020 because the Barracuda Bay used the new palm leaf. So what's your opinion on that? Um, I feel like this one has, with my understanding of palm trees, as I haven't seen one in a long time, but like it's like ringed and layered where it's like, yeah, like it almost looks like a bunch of cups stacked on top of each other where like different parts are jutting out. So when you see it completely smoothed out like this, it feels a little inaccurate in a sense. Like it feels too simplistic. I felt like the original ones where there's a bunch of those pieces connected together really like nailed the feel of a, how a palm tree should look. And I agree. Um, and the fact that they were all ball joints where you could actually move each piece or each stem, if you will, to a different position kind of gave more natural angles to the actual palm tree itself compared to this one being very stiff yeah for sure and right around the palm trees like where you start seeing the structure of the fortress built on top like you got this like 
curved semicircle, or actually it looks like three fourths. I can't tell, but it's like at least half a circle, um, of a little outpost for a cannon to rest on and jut out. So that's like I guess one of the cannon decks, and right around it you got like the fortification, and the I think one of the biggest things that they change is that the color scheme is very different. So with the old El Dorado, there was a lot of yellow, classic pirates like you mentioned. But this time, there's only like a slight undertone of it. Like the base layer of the fortress has like this yellow stripe of bricks going all around it. But it's really well built. Very, oh yeah, sorry. You want to go? Um, yeah, I just, uh, the yellow line is very consistent. I do like that because the original one, I felt like they kind of threw yellow in wherever they had yellow. So it kind of made the colors a little bit more um, not consistent. It was There was no even lines throughout the set. So I do like that this is pretty much all evened out. It is one solid yellow line. Yeah. And a lot of the techniques with the yellow bricks I'm seeing is that they're using, um, I, I can't remember the name, but it's like those like clip pieces where it's a one by two and then clipped right on the side is like that two by two like side piece. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember that. Yeah, it's the one it's the one by two ingot connected to a bracket piece, which is pretty cool technique. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. But um I think that looks fantastic. It's like the Lion Knight's castle. You may it creates these like really tiny slits where you could fit a musket through, as suggested in the box art. And yeah, really cool that like there's a lot more expansion in how you can defend this fortress. Shows that, you know, this really is a fortress and needs multiple points of defense. Really cool. And on the top of like these yellow parts is like the white, like the traditional white parts. And it's actually funny because in the old one, I believe they were stickered or printed bricks, like supposed to show like exposed brick and masonry. But here, instead, they use like um, just red Lego bricks, like one by two curved pieces, one by twos, just to um, give a more raw feel, which I really like. It feels more natural to everything with the way like the pieces aren't like flat bricks instead like the curved the little curved pieces so there's like differences in like the level like the layering so it suggests like the white is like the top layer and the brick is like the underneath exposed part i think normally people aren't happy when like they brick something out instead of like printing it but i think here was a good execution of it i agree and the one thing the original one had was that visual appeal like seeing the like we said the kind of ruining wall the masonry underneath um, but here, one thing we see is the exact same idea. It's a little bit more Lego tradition, um, just using actual bricks and plates. And that texture is going to feel really good. It's going to feel like it's actually weathered compared to just a print. Yeah. And moving on to the left, I feel like this is one of the highlights for me is like the path leading up to the entrance of the fortress. Obviously, it stays original in that it's a built slope. Really, 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 really like there's no words that can like describe how like cool it looked when i first saw it like the stone path leading up you got a complete mixture of like different shapes and sizes of like circular plates tiny circular plates plates with like studs on top different colors to like show a very rugged rough path to get up tons of studs so you can like angle figures and stuff like midway through and just like the overall vibe of it like you got the overhead arch with like the um, the roof underneath, some candles to suggest like this, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like movie, like how you're going up this like old stone path up to this ancient grand fortress, you got like torches to light the way and this like big looming arch, like just standing over you to like really remind you of like the grandeur of this like entire building. 
it's a very beautiful arch and i just like the entrance a lot that's something the original did so well because it's not only defensible um in a realistic standpoint but it's also just very aesthetically pleasing to the eye and they captured it just the same here it looks very um like you said just very beautiful and everything i would love to see this with a light kit with all those little torches lit up it would just look gorgeous oh yeah that'd be really cool like at night it's like you just have the complete dark to show like the ocean around is like completely pitch black and you just got these lights illuminating this thing so you only see like a shadow of this massive superstructure in the distance with the yellowish um with the yellow bricks kind of reflecting off the light it would look beautiful oh yeah for sure and the only nitpick i have for like this section is that the gates they use are like the more modern ones it's like the um it's not the solid wooden ones they're like the what are they called like they're see-through like there's like slits in between each like part of the gate uh, do you remember the name of yeah i don't remember the name of the piece i always associate them with that very old harry potter set the original graveyard battle kind of like a cemetery gate yeah. um but yeah, that, I mean, I get the old mold was discontinued, um, having an actual closed door. But I do think these gates were not the correct answer. It just doesn't really look quite right to me. Yeah, for a fortress that is like all sealed up and gives the vibe of like mega defense, like having exposed gates like that that look a little flimsy, like probably like stick something in between each like slit and just like rip it open. It just doesn't feel the same as like grand like massive solid wood doors but yeah um i'm trying to look at the source images too so not all the angles are the best and moving along into the inside of the structure right inside like the entrance of the gate it looks like you got like a barrel of stuff you got a broom so not much there it's more so an entrance couple little um what do you want to call it just like accessories and inside like the main part looks like in the middle, there's like a dining table. So you got like a mini table, some food and stuff. And then all around it is like, like with the original fortress, you got some like elevated towers. One of them looks like it has a jail cell. The other one, I can't quite tell what it is from the images. Looks really good though. Like it maintains a consistent white um, structure with the occasional red sticking out. I like the, um, I think it's called shingled roof above the um, jail. Jail cell, I think that looks really nice. Adds, um, a little difference to like all the way the structure is built and yeah it just looks really solid overall like you got a nice little inside packed with like different functions and features the original um had that raised base plate obviously that had that giant hole in the middle so the middle was kind of taken up by this giant um hatch if you will like giant great that would let you have access to the storage of the cellar of the fortress as here they don't have to have that anymore so having that space where you can put a nice table and kind of show life to this once again like just like the merchant ship inclusion um having life to this showing that these soldiers have lives they aren't just guarding all the time is just a nice inclusion um i also do like the shingled like awning like you were talking about it is a very nice feel it looks very caribbean-esque and it just makes you kind of, it makes you feel like you're in the Caribbean. Um, also, one thing I do want to mention is the original was always kind of made fun of a little bit because there's no ladders or stairs to get to these towers. As this one does have ladders and access to all the towers, except I believe that very top peak of the gatehouse where the cannon is sitting. I don't think there's a way to get up there, but 
I'm fine with that. At least there was suggestion of a minifigure access throughout the fortress. Yeah, definitely an upgrade there and commitment to the detail. Um, I don't know. Do you think like using these like one single like ladder pieces was the best idea, or do you think a brick built would have been better? I like the ladder piece. I do agree. It looks very simplistic. Um, a brick built stairs would have been ideal. Um, I get the space constraints. There wasn't too much room. Um, but a brick built ladder, I think would have been really nice having it more instead of here looking like metal possibly with the black color scheme. Um, it would have been really cool to see like some like those skeleton arms connected by some, um, lightsaber blades. And like kind of like a dark tan or a brown or something suggesting more rope or wood. I think that would have looked a little bit better. Yeah, I'm just guessing the only reason why they didn't was for the towers, since you'd have to like add the clips into the tower, then you'd have to add a bunch of like one by one plates and just like those like flat little plates to even it out again. So that probably would have been like a pain in the butt. It would have, but I think it would definitely would have looked nicer. But either way, regardless, I think these ladders are still a great inclusion. I'm just glad there is ladders this time. Mm -hmm, for sure and with these towers it looks like each one has a different function above the jail cell you get a slightly larger one it reminds me of very lion knights castle-esque with the different angles and ways um you can like angle this trooper to like aim his musket and position it and then on top of the other one uh i'm not sure if you know but what's underneath the crane do you know what what is supposed to be underneath um i do not i know the original it was just a and there was a secondary entrance for the soldiers. And it looks like it's probably the case this time as well. I'm assuming it's just just over stairs. You can see there is stairs on the dock, um, similar to the original. So I'm going to assume it's just another entrance. Yeah, the source images doesn't really show the inside as much, more so the outside. But then a really cool part is right above it, you got the same thing as the old one. You got a crane. But this time, it's a massive difference. It's purely brick-built. I, all this like nice technique and stuff like running through it has like the the uses like hinge pieces and tons of plates to add that like triangular structure on it has actually a working winch that can pick up and unload the chest really 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 cool i think this is one of like the key upgrades in this one compared to the old el dorado um when looking at the old el dorado it's funny because that crane really is just using some of those arch bricks with a string attached to a one by one modified plate. And it's funny because there's no winch system whatsoever. So you literally just um, pulled the string and connected that plate anywhere you wanted, depending on the length you needed for the crane. So this is a huge upgrade. And I love how industrial size it is. It's a massive crane. This thing could lift very heavy cargo. And like we already kind of talked about, this would be. This just makes me think of Imperial Trading Post a lot with that massive crane. And um, it just, once again, it looks beautiful. Yeah, definitely wonderful. And to pretty much wrap up like the tower structure above the entrance, we finally have, it looks like the governor's office. So there's that office. And then on the very peak top, you got one more cannon post and the iconic um, two clipped um, blue coat flag. Looks really, really solid faithful to the original everything about it looks great like you got this upper up outpost more of those like little slits for muskets consistent like white and red looks pretty solid to me yeah i the, my one biggest nitpick is just that window the reddish outlined around the window it i think it's almost too much red 
Um, maybe it's just this image I'm looking at, but once again in person, maybe it'll look better. It just looks a little too out of place for me. The door is a little rough. Um, I think just having just a bunch of studs on the side was not the right idea. Um, the blacksmith shop door was fantastic. They use tiles that have printed um, kind of plank detail to show it's a wood door. I think that might have been a better move for this. I know it would have added some thickness, but I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be the best move. But I think that tower design is just a little bit with well, those tiny nitpicks just kind of ruins it a tiny bit. The governor's office is very nice, though. Um, we never got detail in the original governor's office on El Dorado, but this one has a table. And there's actually a cannon in the back, which means this has three cannons compared to the two on the prior set. Um, last thing I do want to mention is this is actually a third different blue coat flag. The first one is very similar to this from 1989. However, the crown is a little bit different um, detail print. The 2015 one used a different crown again, and it had gold um, outlining all the cannons and the tiny fleur-de-lises on the corners. Um, as this one uses no gold, so it's very faithful to the classic. However, it uses the actual minifigure crown piece that um, fits in the mini peg of the hair, which is kind of neat that they tied it more with the Lego system. Yeah, I think that's pretty consistent with how they like to do things these days. They like use minifigure elements to represent real world things. So I like the slight consistency or yeah, consistency with modern. So and something interesting, I'm looking at the um the official website for it. They instead of the governor's office, it's actually the admiral's office. So I'm led to wonder if this isn't actually the governor and instead some random admiral. That is interesting. I wasn't actually aware that they called him an admiral in this set it's using the same um hat which i kind of forgot to mention that beautiful printed bicorn hat that was exclusive to the 1989 and the 1992 waves of like a pirates um it's kind of back here obviously it's a different print on the same exact piece but the fact that they kind of faithfully reimagined that bicorn hat is really nice to see but it's interesting they have him as an admiral and this actually ties to a theory I saw online I did want to mention. The pirate that is rowing the boat in the image has the red striped, red and white striped torso. Um, he has the same beard, um, same face print as the 2015 um, Captain Redbeard figure. And oh. it was already confirmed that that 2015 Captain Redbeard um, was technically a prequel to the Captain Redbeard we see in 1989. So it's a little bit interesting here to think maybe this is actually set before the 2015 wave, and we're looking at a younger Redbeard and an Admiral broadside that has not yet been promoted to governor. I think that theory is plausible and sounds actually really sick that there's like some really like hidden lore here that like if true, like Lego added all these little hints for fans to decide. That's like actually really sick. The only thing that could counter this is, like I mentioned earlier, that the character, the female pirate is Lady Anne Anchor from Barracuda Bay, which obviously is set in the far future because we see Redbeard with white um, in his beard. So that can kind of counter some things, but I do like that maybe that's what they're suggesting. Yeah, I think the different torso print also might suggest that for um, the lady. What's her name again? Sorry. I keep forgetting. Lady Anne Anchor. Anne Anchor. Okay, yeah. Lady Anne Anchor. Like, I'm 
my interpretation is that the torso print suggests different time period and such. I'm not sure what she has in the Barracuda Bay, but by having like they could have used the same one, and I think that could have broke the theory. But by using a different one, it it does like open that possibility. It could be a different timeline or not timeline times era. And I also saw one theory that once again kind of tied with this, and that's the fact that this Eldorado looks so much nicer than the classic one. Now, in realistic terms, of course, it looks nicer. It's using modern building techniques, modern bricks, and just a beautiful look. Um, but when this fantasy aspect, another theory I heard was that this has so much detail because it's new. This is what we're looking at a younger version of Eldorado Fortress compared to the original one where it lacks a lot of details is because it sets older and um, a lot of the stuff either broke off or just weathered over time. It's actually really cool how like Lego fans can come up with these theories. Like I never could have imagined this, but when you like talk about it and explain it, it makes like complete sense. That's actually like really sick. It was a pretty cool theory. Um, and I can't wait to hopefully see something, even if it's not that exact theory, um, a little bit of story building in the instruction manual, similar to like we got with the Lion Knight's castle and the Pirates of Barracuda Bay. Yeah. I'd imagine they would has even with like the nineties and 90th anniversary, like this galaxy Explorer, there was a little excerpt for it. So, I think for sure this one will have something and we'll reveal a little more about the lore behind it all. And of course, this fortress isn't just a faithful recreation. As we mentioned before, this thing was purely brick built from like the mountain up and Lego took some creative liberties with it. So around the mountain, there's a, or the base rock, there's some details such as uh, there's like a trap door that opens up and would lead you to like an underground like cave structure where According to the box art or the promo art, there's like a, there's the pirate in the red stripes and the red bandana. He's just chilling there with some loot that he probably hoarded. And another part that I saw in the video is that there's another door that opens where you can drop a pirate and he like, it looks like he'll slip out of a waterfall built in, which is really cool. So it's not a static structure. There's tons of little details. And I'm sure once people build it and review it, we'll discover more to come. It's definitely, um, you can look at it two different sides there because, yeah, it's very similar to the Lion Knight's castle where you have that forestman hideout kind of underneath the castle itself. And that could very well be the thing happening here. Um, but also if you wanted it to be more, you know, like actually showing more security to the fortress, like the pirates couldn't just walk in. Um, it's just a nice little kind of wine cellar or something like that, like where those barrels can represent maybe like rum or whatever. And I kind of like that. It just shows a little bit more detail like that the brick built base can give you compared to the molded one yeah i i think it's really cool that you know you can really set this like these are lego suggestions on how to set the story but you could really modify and choose this to however you want which stays true to like the core lego themes of like creativity and imagination all right and that would pretty much wrap up like the entire el dorado fortress Coming in at $215, if we compare it to the original Eldorado, I think I believe adjusted for inflation, the original Eldorado would cost around $160-ish in today's money. So this one is $215. So James, thoughts on the price? Is this worth it or is it not? Now as a Pirates fan, this is 100% worth it. They could have given me only like five pieces and I probably still would have ended up buying it. I will buy anything Pirates related, so my opinion is a little bit subjective. However, I do believe this is worth the 215. The has the same amount of piece count, at least very close to Barracuda Bay had in 2020, and that set was 200. 
now the fact that we kind of go up three years when Lego's already done all their price increases, I'm kind of surprised this isn't 250. Um, just looking at how Lego's been doing it, so I'm, I think 215 is a very fair price for this set. I would agree too. I think when you include everything, you have like the printed flag, which is like a larger printed piece. You got the all the sail cloths, including the printing on that. Uh, I'm trying to look for anything else exclusive. I guess like the cannons are big molded pieces. You got three of them. And then all the minifigures, you get eight minifigures as well. I think it's a pretty darn fair price, especially 2,500 pieces. So price per piece fans would like this. Like I know you could argue that there's quite a few like tiny pieces to make up the Griebling and a lot of it goes into like the base structure. But I think it's only fair, like a base plate definitely would not have done the right job. And to brick build it was the only true, like reasonable way to do it. And now one, yeah. oh, sorry, real quick. Um, One thing I do hope will come or we have no rumor or indication of anything coming out other than the Magisto gift with purchase. But this would just be such a perfect time to have the Saber Island um, remake as a gift with purchase because that would also let you add it to this fortress with this module um, stretching it out as a line. You could connect it to the side. And if they don't do it, I think it's a missed opportunity. But if they do, it would be a great inclusion for the set. Yeah, currently no rumors in the air, unknown for a gift we purchase, so anything's possible. But yeah, really cool structure. I can definitely see myself getting this. I don't think it's a day one for me. I think this is something a little further down the road once it's like 20% on sale at Target or something. Because it starts off as a Lego store exclusive, but after a couple of months, you'll see it come out to Target, I believe. So I think for me, definitely a buy, but not a day one buy just because it's not something I need right away. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I I think this is a day one purchase for me. I'm going to be staying up till midnight to order it on the Lego shop at home site. <laughs> oh, good luck with that, fighting with everyone else for it. Thanks. It's the same day the... Um, what's that one? The Hocus Pocus set releases as well. So it's going to be a pretty chaotic day on Lego.com. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And hopefully you get this. I can see this thing selling out right away because pirate fans are not going to miss an opportunity to get this iconic fortress. Um, I, something I, that just came up actually would be pretty cool too, because like with Lion Knight's Castle and all that, on Pick a Break, you can like order more figures and stuff. I definitely see like in the coming future, people are going to be amassing armies of like these blue coats and just buying like a lot of like the cannon parts and unique pirate parts to build like maybe their own custom battleships. No, not battleships, like ships and um structures and stuff so just the idea of that is really exciting to see in the near future like a reboot of pirate mocks flooding the internet i can't wait i have a lot of pirate mocks already in the pipeline like i'm already designing them on the stud.io program i'm offered by bricklink and i cannot wait to get a whole bunch of blue coat soldiers i might very well be buying 200 of them which is the you know the maximum limit you can buy of a certain piece on pick brick I I just can't wait. They're very beautiful soldiers, and this is probably the best opportunity we're ever going to have to get a massive army of blue coats. Yeah, for sure. And you know, pirate fans listening out there, like if you want more in the future, the best way to vote is with your wallet. So, um, if you really want to see more pirates in the future, show like you want this thing, like want more. So buy this set when you can, if you can. And just show like it, like, yes, that there is money to be made here. And you never know, maybe in a year or two, we'll have another episode talking about a remade Imperial Trading Post or something with the red coats or whatnot. 
I hope to see that day come sooner than later. I got to admit. Yeah. And I think there definitely are suggestions like with like the trading ship and then the way the box art shows it or the suggestive art, like it shows the ship sailing through and on the left side, you got like the fortress and then on the right, you have just a bit of the dock cut off. And I think the original set was like that too. The trading post, like you had the dock on the right hand side and the structure on the left. So I wonder if that's like a little teaser or hint or something. I would love an add-on to this set or like we said, just a beautiful remake of Imperial Trading Post as well. Um, I think this is probably the best route for LEGO to do as much as I would love a brand new pirate theme and that goes for Castle as well. I'm actually kind of okay with getting these giant exclusive sets um, for these beloved themes. You know, either every year or every other year, even every three years, I'm fine with it. Um, I just want some consistency. So I do hope we see another big pirate set coming soon. I hope we see another big castle set coming soon. I hope we see another big space set. Like, I would love that LEGO is doing this and acknowledging their fan base. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, since it's a nine-year anniversary, I believe 100 is coming very soon in the coming years. Actually, no, we got like another decade. But at least that, I'm sure there will be a lot to unpack. So I guess now, other than Imperial Trading Post, because we already discussed it, which pirate set would you want to be remade, even if it's for the hundredth anniversary in a decade? Um, Imperial flagship, like the twenty ten one, I think. Is that what it's called, Imperial flagship? I want a remake of that, yeah. like that style, of like almost UCS esque, like really, really detailed, like down to the bone, everything, like studded out, greebled out, breaked out, like every detail counted for. Mega ship, like the pride of and like flagship of any pirate fans collection something like that would be what i would hope for i couldn't agree more and i feel like that really does need to be the next pirate set released um we got barracuda bay which gave us a pirate ship a beautiful pirate ship at that however if you don't count this merchant ship right here the last imperial ship we gotten from lego is that 2010 imperial flagship because in the 2015 pirate line they never made a blue coat ship or obviously there wasn't a red coat one either um which just oh now with this beautiful fortress they need to have a new ship come out to go alongside this i feel like oh yeah for sure and i'm sure their their guys are definitely keeping an eye on this seeing how the sales do and definitely have something up their sleeve i see what you did there if it was intended or not how the sales do <laughs> no pun intended there but yeah i definitely appreciate your time james always fun to talk about pirates especially with like the coincidental maybe not intentional timing of this El Dorado release right after our pirate series. Definitely look forward to seeing the future. Um, is there any social media you want to share? Yeah. Um, my social media handle is Jaws Brick World. No spaces, no capital letters. Um, feel free to follow me on Instagram. I hope to start a YouTube channel possibly soon. Um, yeah, feel free to follow me. Yeah, of course. And as per usual, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blocks and Talks. YouTube channel Blocks and Talks, and don't forget to leave us a nice rating or share. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and until next time, take care.